Hey friends, this episode of Once More contains discussions about eating disorders, body dysmorphia, and body shaming. If any of these themes are uncomfortable for you, feel free to skip and we'll see you next week. Hello, and welcome to Once More, a podcast where two best pals rewatch, re-examine, and review our favorite movies, TV shows, and series. I'm Ryan something. And I'm Jen Katz. Hey, Jenny. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> How's your morning? So easy. There have been no technical difficulties. Ooh, cover girl. Easy breezy. Easy breezy. Beautiful. I didn't put makeup on this morning, which is quite rare. My daughter even asked me, Mom, where are you putting on makeup? Are you going to go like work or something? You look very professional. My sloppy little pullover. I like it. It was very salt burn of you. Excuse me while I get out of the bath. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this morning, just to kind of clue everyone in, we came to the studio to record. Mics weren't working. The headphones weren't working. We we're trying to like program our soundboard. Nothing, Nothing was working. The, the tripod wasn't the right tripod. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. camera wasn't available. We have swapped out. Microphone cords. We have swapped out a microphone. Uh -huh. Headphones. Said, oh, yeah. We had two young Gen Zers come in oh, Lord. to try to help us troubleshoot. And mm -hmm. turns out the only issue was audio. Listen, turned. <laughs> okay. I never felt older in my life. Right. And that poor, oh, he was so sweet. When, when the volume was turned all the way up and that sound was just like. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you jumped out of your chair. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my my headphones were turned up. And she had the volume turned all the way up when she hit the button. And the dude was just like, oh, Lord. Yeah. Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Okay. Lord, help us. But well, we're going to get it done. We are. We're still here. We're still here. Okay. Let's get into the episode. <laughs> Let's get into it. So today we're going to talk about episode three of season one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, The Witch. Ooh. Ooh. The Witch premiered on March 17th, 1997. Is that St. Patrick's Day? Why do we go, ooh? I mean, it's a wish. It'd be more like, <laughs> well, sorry. That was my best witch impression. Uh, and not all witches are like that. Yeah, let's. I mean, come on. Witches sorry. were persecuted. My apologies to the witch community. I I have some witchy friends and I love witchy them very much. Witchy woman. Witchy woman. Love it. Okay. So The Witch premiered on March 17th. Who directed this? It was directed by Stephen Cragg. Oh. It's written by Dana Reston. Now, I'm not a thousand percent sure, but I don't feel like we see these names again. So throughout the run of Buffy, there's going to be repeat writers, repeat directors. Like The next episode is directed by Bruce Seth Green, and he directs a lot of episodes throughout the run of Buffy. So we'll see his name a lot, but... These two, Stephen Craig and Dana Reston, no, don't know. Well, Stephen, Dana, Bruce, if you're listening, <laughs> love to have you as guests on the podcast. Yeah, come on. Tell us about it. Tell us a little bit more about your creative thoughts. All right. So in this episode, it's time for cheerleader trials. Trials? <laughs> I copied and pasted it. I mean, I guess it's kind of fitting. It's time for cheerleader trials and Buffy cannot resist however when the girls start getting kicked out of the competition because of a variety of freak accidents buffy and the gang begin to suspect that someone may be using dark magic in order to make the squad thank you for that dramatic reading that was excellent should i redo it is that good enough no that was really good excellent <clears throat> yeah i'm learning from the master hey and luke Oh, sure. I'm sure they have a lot, a lot, a lot of things to teach you. <laughs> so, yeah, I love the Google synopses. I'm going to I think we'll use them throughout the run because sometimes they're dramatic like this. And I think the next one is like one line. All right. So okay. this episode starts off with another weird intro. We still have the weird intro that I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we got the weird intro for every season. There is a Slayer, but we get straight into it where Giles is hot. Giles this is dude in needs, a tizzy. He is fired up. Uh, he huh? needs some anti-anxiety drugs, <laughs> you know, or some weed. Something. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine Giles smoking a doobie? I'm interesting. That's all I'll say. Interesting. Mm -hmm. okay. okay, so he's pretty 
fired up about something. He's given Buffy the business. He sure is. And we kind of see this throughout the run of the earlier seasons, I think. I like to call it the Giles fake out. Mm -hmm. So, yes, Giles will do these kind of fake outs in the beginning of like, this is serious and blah, blah, blah. And then it's her talking about going on a date or trying out for the cheerleading squad, which is what's happening here. Which is interesting. Buffy, I don't take her as the cheerleading type. Really? But maybe this is just part of her wanting to be a normal girl. I think I, I think she is a cheerleading type. She oh, wants Yeah, she's wow. well when she comes, you know, in the first episode, Cordelia clocks her for pretty popular coded girl. I think that's what oh, she wants to be. You're saying like looks. No, just that type of girl who wants to be a cheerleader. That type of girl. I was a cheerleader, so mm-hmm. it's not an insult. There were people who wanted to be cheerleaders, people who didn't want to be cheerleaders. Giles is in the academic camp, I guess, to use air quotes, of cheerleading's a cult. It's a waste of time. Blah, 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 blah. Buffy does want to be popular. So, yeah, I mean, I was not surprised at all that she wanted to be a cheerleader. So you think that she's doing this to be popular? Yeah. I mean, she's in new school. She got kicked out of her old school. She wants to be normal, like you said. I think it's a combination of all those things. Yes. Yeah, I don't think that she I don't think she is the cheerleading type. I think that she wants to be accepted. Could and be a bit of both. She yeah. wants to have the normal high school experience. So she's yeah. like, sure, why not? I'm gonna give this a go. I mean, I don't know, maybe there's a backstory where she was a cheerleader at the other. I think she was. Okay. I don't know if they canonically say it here, but mm-hmm. In the movie, she was. Yeah, I remember that. And I feel like there was an omnibus comic that I read that she was a cheerleader. Because I, I see when you see some some Buffy images, there's always the image of like her in the cheerleading outfit. Mm-hmm. But as we get later into this episode, it's not something that she ends up going through with. Well, she doesn't pursue it after this. No, right. No. So, but that image of her mm-hmm. is like repeated over and over and over again and i think it's the image of the the stereotype yeah of the hot blonde girl blonde girl who's also like the badass bubbly slayer, cheerleader right but also yeah. like got that slayer attitude and it's like mm, I, I can see some of that but she doesn't end up following through with this i don't know why it sticks with her other than that's what people want to perceive yeah yeah, well, and I think it just symbolized too, too deep. Eh? No, no, I think it symbolizes the push pull that she feels of her calling and mm-hmm. wanting to be a normal girl. Yeah, cool. Well, yeah, she wants to do something normal, something safe. That's her quote. And Giles is, you know, he forbids it. And again, he uses the word cult. Right. You know, I don't think he's right in this instance, but I think he's just being overly cautious. Like, hey. And also, he wants her to focus. He does. He's her watcher. So he's like, pay attention. Well, and that's going to be a theme for a while, too, where he's like, hey, dude. Focus. You're not a normal girl, though. Right. And I, I, you know, we'll get to a point where he lightens up and she does start taking things more seriously. So I think it's kind of interesting. Yeah, he's he's very much being the parent Mm -hmm. here because her parental figures don't know she's a slayer. Another note for this scene is her makeup in this episode. I know it was a different time, but they, her styling, they haven't figured it out. They're, she does not look like a 16-year-old. The makeup is is like, ma, it's coding mother to me. Oh, sure. Well, for the first few episodes, there's a lot of that. Yeah. Like, what, I, I don't get it. Was that a thing in the 90s? Did, did people do makeup where they looked older? Yeah, I guess so. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and even before that, like look back in the 80s and the 70s and the 60s where Oof. like yeah. teenage girls were total mom like mode, like yeah. like their hair was Harper you know, Valley PTA. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. So it's not that bad, but uh, no, I see what not. you're saying. Yeah. I didn't notice the makeup, but then again, I wasn't really checking it out. That's my jam. I, li- I like to notice the Good. hair, yeah. the makeup, especially wigs. I don't think there's going to be a lot of wig watching in this series, but in general, in my life, I'm always looking at wigs. Yeah, you, and you TV shows. Them out. So we go from this cute little exchange because I do think she looks so cute when she's just like, what? With her pom poms, you know? And yeah, 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 yeah. She just wants to be a normal girl. We go to this like weird room with an ominous cauldron bubbling there's some things hanging from the ceiling Uh, what 
What sort of entity or person would use a cauldron? Oh, werewolves. Oh, really? Yeah. No, it's a witch, guys. Okay. This show's about a witch. I'm not an alien. Okay, cool. Damn, not, damn it. It's way off. But I mean, yeah, it's very weird. The cauldron's bubbling. It's like that bright green where you know, like, ooh, yeah. something's afoot. There's creepy Barbies hanging up in places, which is fucking <laughs> weird. So weird shit is happening. Something's going on. Something's going on. Something is afoot. But we do a wild transition to the gym. And what's going on in the gym? It looks like some serious cheerleader tryouts. Wow. Stock and music out the wazoo. I don't know what it is, but it's like that stock. Yeah. 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 Just uh, some of the quotes from this scene. Some of the quotes are a little cringy, you know, like, oh, you lost a lot of weight. Oh, oh, yeah. We'll get into that. I was just laughing at Willow and Buffy are talking and mm -hmm. she's like, you know, is Giles upset? And Buffy goes, he totally lost his water. <laughs> what does that mean? Lost his water? That's what? Was that a saying? I, I don't remember that. I don't know. I don't either. And then he said, I'd say he should, he should get a girl if he wasn't so old. Uh, that <laughs> Which just is, hurt me because he's know. probably like my age now. I, I think in this show, he's probably like late 30s, early 40s. Well, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> it's been fun. You know that like. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's hard to hear. So, yeah. And then we go to Xander being like a teenage boy and talking about the cheerleaders and ooh, stretchy. Oh, yeah. Ugh. First of all, Ugh. why is he even allowed in the gym? <laughs> like, sorry, sir. You're gonna have to wait outside. This is the cheerleader tryout, not the oh. gawk at us tryout. Yeah. Well, he gives Buffy like a good luck present. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. Listen, what is up with men in the show giving like these really fancy presents? Are they fancy, though? Because I'm telling you, he bought this at the same place. Old Angel bought the Claire's necklace. <laughs> these were fancy. There was a, a place in the mall where you could go buy gifts and like have them engraved. And oh. it's like a one stop shop, like a gift shop. And I forgot what the name of it was. Not Brighton. I can't re I can't recall. But it's one of these little bracelets and what's it say what's he have engraved on it yours always okay sir <laughs> this is like her first week of school yeah get get it together xander get a grip on life and poor willow having to witness oh, all of this okay so uh, have they admitted they had a thing yet they don't have a thing she's admitted that she has a mad crush on it she's already admitted that yeah okay cool so we know mm -mm. like this has got to just be hurtful for mm -hmm. for her Poor Willow. Poor Willow. And when does Willow get her own series, please? That was discussed at some point. That and a Adventures of Young Giles series. Mm, I could do without that. But a Willow series. Peek for yourself. <laughs> Don't you deny me, my young, strapping, nubile Giles. Okay, gotta go. Gotta go. The year's always Claire's bracelet. Year's always Claire's bracelet. That she just kind of is a bit dismissive. She's about like, it. she's like, eh, what? Get out of here, kiddo. And then we get Cordelia, who's also trying out for cheerleading trials, looking oh, yeah. like a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader she's in a great way. Smoking smoke show. Looks, I mean, just love love Cordelia. Love Charisma Carpenter. She's great. And again, we hear another brings her a game to every scene. Every scene, she is on it. She's it. so good. So sharp. And welcome to the Hellmouth. We hear a young lady making fun of Buffy's name. And her name was what? Ambrosia? Yeah. Aphrodisia? What Am was her name? Ambrosia. Ambrosia. Yeah. No, maybe it was Aphrodisia. We'll have to cross-reference. It was something like that. Yeah. And then we hear another weird name for Chilling Trouts. Amber Grove? Amber Grove. Amber, Amber Grove, you're up first. <laughs> Why? Amber? Uh, Amber? Amber Waves of Grain? <laughs> <laughs> Amber. Oh, yes, I'm here. Oh my god. And then like you alluded to, we get into really uncomfortable comments and conversations around weight throughout this episode. Throughout this entire episode. And throughout portions of the series. Uh yeah, that's true. We meet Amy who is trying out for the squad as well, and Willow mentions to her, "Wow, you lost a lot of weight." We watched this last night with my husband who has never seen any of this and there were a couple of times when they were saying this stuff he would look over like 
what? Sure. Yeah, it's cringy. It's cringy. And I am somebody who has suffered with eating disorders. I still have a lot of body dysmorphia, low self-esteem, which I cannot wait for people to like start, you know, the trolls commenting on social media when this podcast takes off and we become super famous. This is part of, I think, why myself and a lot of women of these time periods struggled because weight was always a part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. If you lost weight, it was always commented upon mm -hmm. and it was baked into our media. Right. The, these are the things I was exposed to as a child and a young woman. So this was the generation of slim fast. Oh God. Yeah. Slim fast. Lean cuisine. Ugh, those were so gross. You know, it's just, you know, and heroin chic, like the Kate Mosses, the models. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know, yeah, the yeah, yeah. rail thin. Sure. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. was really before we started talking about how, you know, different types of bodies are, are beautiful. Right. Yeah. Wasn't really talked about. Right. Yeah. Yep. So this gave me very much bring it on vibes watching this scene of the cheerleader trials. I'm like, I want to watch the movie bring it on. It's been uh, so long. Yeah. Love that movie. And there's a bit of a Buffy crossover. We won't say anything yet, but a future character is in Bring It On, and she's great. So Kirsten Dunst is also in it, yes. Mm -hmm. And her lovely smile. I was so young when that movie came out, but I shouldn't watch it, but it did. So we have a, I think it's Amber Waves of Grain. I think she's in the oh, middle. Of, she's in the middle of her tryout mm -hmm. when, oh, no, she's smoking. Oh, yeah. No, she's she's smoking. She's on fire. Okay. By that we mean she's literally smoking. Literally. Not like cigarettes, but like there's there's smoke. Where there's smoke, <laughs> there's fire. Yes. And, and her pom-poms catch on fire. Yes, her pom-poms and her hands. And Buffy grabs a banner off the wall. Runs through the bleachers, grabs the banner off of the wall like a championship banner. Or and doesn't even throw it on her hands. Doesn't throw it on her hands. Just tackles her. <laughs> tackles her to the ground. Stop, drop, and roll. Weird. Weird. That was the rule. Still is, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Something then, weird is afoot. Then the intro. The intro. Brain. <laughs> Sorry. So Ryan we, just rolled his eyes. So. It, it's hard for folks when, <laughs> when you're just kind of like in the middle of the episode and it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's loud. <laughs> it is loud. And you can't skip it. New, no, not on the Hulu. Yeah. I mean, like, whatever. So there's two intros. Uh huh. There's the opening, which is for every season, there is a hell no. And then there's the, the hardcore, like, grunge. Here's intro. the credits. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed the back of, of the wall in the gymnasium. It says that they are the Sunnydale Razorbacks. Yes, they are. They should be the Sunnydale Vampin' Demons <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's a bit know. too on the nose, don't you think? I mean, yeah. Why not? Their opponents would be terrified. I'm surprised anyone even wants to come to Sunnydale to play any sporting events. I'd be like, I'm not fucking going to that town. Yeah. Do you remember last year when Ted never came back from the basketball yeah. game? I'm done. Remember when we lost the boys soccer team? <laughs> there was a dead body in the locker room and no one knows how long that was there. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Fucking Maybe Razorbacks. Interesting. Razorbacks. Yes. Hmm. So we go to the library. And we learn that Buffy has been slaying for about a year. For more than a year. Uh, more than a year. Yes. That's what she says. Yeah. So we have a little bit of reference on how long right. Buffy's been at this. I, I don't like the movie, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. And Joss Whedon has been on record saying that was not the story he made. The producers of that movie, which are the Kazooie brothers, <laughs> and they basically chopped and screwed it up. And he doesn't consider the movie canon. But the one thing that he did keep is just the backstory. Like, it's not Buffy coming to a new town and then she discovers she's the Slayer. She is established as the Slayer. She's the Slayer. She's the Slayer. The Slayer. The Slayer. So, I put, does Giles have a danger kink? Because he's over here like, oh, <laughs> it's, all it's, danger it's, games. it's rather exciting. Last half fool. <laughs> the thrill of living on a hell now. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, no, he's like way too into this job. I would be a terrible slayer watcher because i would probably just be curled up in a corner like can we stop i mean i can see where his frustration with buffy's coming from because he like he's he's hot to like take care of business sure is hot listen he's wanting to take care of business mm -hmm. and not in the way that you want him to take care of business with you. <laughs> he's trying to like get uh -huh. his job done and he's frustrated because here she is like just 
yeah goofing around and we will see cheerleader that cheerleader tryouts come on you got vampires and demons and evidently witches i do like the the library scenes especially in the first few episodes and the ones we're going to get to because it's it's establishing their rapport it's a great place for them to meet even though it's a school library and ostensibly anyone could come in at any time they don't but you know xander it's just you're getting little character beats in this little discussion xander mentions the human torch when they're talking about amber waves of grain that is a nerd reference to the human torch which is from marvel comics or dc i can't remember i missed that one yeah they're trying to figure out what happened to amber waves of grain like why did she catch fire so they have the idea to hack into her permanent records and see what her history is. I think they're like trying to see if she's gotten in trouble. Maybe she's into witchcraft or something. So what does Willow do? She gets on the computer. Great, guys. We have a soundboard. We'll so talk about welcome. these kids having access to permanent files. Isn't there? Is this? A, yeah, this is also the same episode later on where, she, you know, Buffy's like barking out orders of, yeah, go do this and this. And oh, by the way, like go get all the information you have on like her file. And it's like, wait, who has access to that? Willow can hack. Under lock and key. Most places. She's hacking. Not at all. Sunnydale. Well, given the, what we know of the police force. Are you surprised? <laughs> no security anywhere in this town. We do hear for the first time them referring to themselves as the Slayerettes. And I want a t-shirt that says oh. Slayerette. Xander's like, we're like the Slayerettes. <laughs> Love that he's including himself as a Slayerette. Right. And we continuing down my my theory of Ooh, Xander. We need to have theory corner. He is. Well, he thinks the the young gentleman does protest too much. Too much. <laughs> but like you just said, we're seeing this again of Buffy's trying to be the Lone Ranger. She's like, I'm the Slayer. Right? Also, I don't want to slay. I just want to be an normal girl. Right. Exactly. So we're seeing the building of the family, but also uh, teenagers. Exactly. exactly. They're building their family. They're building the teamwork. But Buffy doesn't quite know. She doesn't know who she wants to be. So right. she doesn't know how to fit into this space. Yeah. And I think it's really cool that that's relationship building. Yeah. Another show would have been like, we're in. We've got the team. Willow, Xander, Buffy. Yeah. They're trying to figure out what, what their place in one another's lives are. Right. They want to help. Mm-hmm. But. She's the Slayer. She it's is obvious. The We're going to hear that over and over and over. Right. So, you know, it's like, where does everyone else fit in? Well, we know that Willow can. Xander at least will like. Xander he... wants to take the lead. He wants to be the bro. Well, he can't. Sorry. He but he will at least. He has shown that he's brave and that he's not backing down. Yes. So, I mean, again, it's episode three. We're going to see it progress, but. We had a very funny exchange last night with my husband who was watching and has no idea. He's like, so is Joe, what's a watcher? He said, so he's like Bruce for Bat Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> we lost our mind. I love that. What he meant was Alfred for Bruce Wayne. That was great. But now it's Bruce for Bat Wayne. It was fantastic. And people are listening and be like, this is dumb. Thank you guys. But it was funny. It was funny. So. I mean. Bruce was for Batwing, for sure. Bruce was for Batwing. He was totally for Batwing. Love it. I need that on a t-shirt. I want it on a sweatshirt. Oh, sweatshirt. Okay. Buffy's house. Love it. Here we go. Yeah. So Buffy's getting ready for school. Yeah. We find Joyce in the kitchen. Unboxing. Trying to <laughs> unbox her art. <laughs> And I love all the kitchen appliances. Oh, yeah. You you called out the microwave. Just immediately called out the microwave, which yeah. is also like almost like an oven. What did Jay say it was? Or like a what? convection? Yeah. I don't know. No. Anyway, love the appliances. Yes. I mean, it's totally dated. We're in the 90s. We're in the 90s. This thing's a clunker. Yeah. And Buffy looks very much like Daphne from Scooby-Doo, which, again, goes on. Sarah Michelle Gellar will go on to play Daphne. She's got the short little 60s mod dress. And the gang solving mysteries. Oh, I see. You know, you got Delma the nerd, Mm -hmm. the glasses, clickety clack, 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 clack. Xander's very shaggy. Yeah, or Scooby. (laughs) He's a dog. (laughs) He is a dog. Oh, God, Xander. Okay. Okay. And we would have gotten away with it, too. 
With these meddling kids. I didn't notice the appliances, but I did notice that Buffy is drinking a Snapple. And that was. Or what looks to be a Snapple. There's no label. I think it's a Snapple. No. Is Snapple still a thing? I don't know. Can you buy a Snapple? Surely. Like at a gas station. It's weird. My mom used to drink Snapples like it was going out of style. So we go back to tryouts. How how many days are these tryouts? Well, I it's mean, like it was a days. few days. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there was multiple rounds of tryouts. I remember that. But I thought this school. was a one-horse town. It's a one Starbucks oh, town. Oh, pardon. Cordelia gets knocked over in her routine. <laughs> Any horses in this town have long been eaten by <laughs> vampires. Right. Cordelia is doing her routine. And again, I just wanted to include this bit. It's like two seconds, but Charisma Carpenter is so good. She's like, she gets knocked over. She's immediately like, you saw that, right? You saw that. It wasn't me. Cordelia is going to be on the cheerleading squad if it is the last fucking thing she does. And I love it. Anyway, now we go to the trophy case. Aha. Uh-huh. With, With Amy. 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 Miami. Amy's a legacy. Uh, Miami. People are going to be begging us to stop singing. Well, not you, me. But anyway, we learned that Amy's mother was a celebrated cheerleader. Catherine the Great. Catherine the Great. She was evidently a legendary cheerleader at Sunnydale. Yes. Or just, yeah, I guess at Sunnydale because she's in the trophy case. She's in the trophy case. So she's a legacy. She's trying to get into the cheerleading squad. Yes. She's got to be like her mom. Exactly. She wants to be just like her mom. Mm -hmm. But all I can like notice in this scene is Buffy's hair. It's Harper Valley PTA hair. It's like bangs and poofs. It's, I don't, she looks like a mother. And I love Harper Valley PTA as a song. I don't know why Buffy wants that to be her vibe. Well, what was that, that hair accessory that was out at the time? Bump it? Bump it's weren't out yet. Oh, pardon me. Bump it's came out when I was in high school. On we go. We learn a couple things. Ah, that Amy comes from a divorced family, a broken home. A broken home. Her dad left her mom when she was 12 for Miss Trailer Park. Oh, yeah, that's That's right. That's the quote, yeah. And we also learned that Buffy's parents are split. So that's why we haven't seen a Mr. Summers. Did she call her Miss Trailer Park or Miss Trailer Trash? Maybe Miss Trailer Trash. Is Trailer trailer something, yeah. Yes. We also learn that Amy's mom is, is a bit controlling. She would basically, if Amy or herself gained a pound, they would live off bone broth and more discussion about the eating disorder mm -hmm. and padlock. I think she says would padlock the fridge or the Mm -hmm. pantry. Yeah, and it's pretty gross. I mean, Buffy is talking to Willow right after this scene. It's like you know, they kind of refer to Amy's mom as a Nazi, which we don't really do that anymore. But like, it basically is showing that she. Does she overdress? Where where was Amy's mom on January 6th? And then Willow said that, you know, they would have some weekends where Amy would come stay the night and they would stuff themselves with brownies. Uh, it's hard to listen to. So is it this episode is stressing eating disorders? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because it's it's addressing it in a way that's kind of like, hey, the way Amy's mom is acting isn't appropriate. But then there's also the uh-huh. like, yeah. oh my God, you lost so much weight. Oh my God. You know, like right. It didn't quite get there. Right, right. Yeah. And Willow kind of gives us an update on Amber Waves of Grain. There's no (laughs) update. She hasn't been in trouble. She's got no history. We don't know what's going on. But something creepy is afoot because next scene we go into the locker room showers. Oh, yes. Yeah. With the dripping, the ding, ding, ding. And it's dark. Amy looks scared. And something's getting ready to pop out. And who is it? It's Cordelia it with is. a panty on her finger. Ugh, I hate that word. I don't think it's that. It looked like it. We had a like, <laughs> like we were watching football tape. We kept pausing and rewinding and right. trying to see. I think it's either the scrunchie that they show later or it's like, like yeah. ace bandage wrap. But it did look like underwear for a minute. It was very distracting. What's, what's happening? Yeah, why is she doing that? She twirling her underwear around her fingers. <laughs> Live your life, Cordelia. Right. Cordelia is like mean girl to the max this episode. She is mean. Listen, this mean, is mean, mean. cheerleader trials. Like She's not fucking around. Cheerleader trials, you're right. Trials. Yeah. This isn't trying out. I mean, she doesn't have to try. No. This is a 
you're either on or you're not. Right. You got to prove yourself. And Cordelia is not having it. No, she's not fucking around. Okay. So Cordelia slams the locker and like walks off like, bitch, don't fuck with me. Oh, yeah. No. Xander and Willow are chit chatting. Chat, chat, chat. Okay. I hate Xander having a crush on Buffy. Yeah. Not because it's not realistic, because I mean, I remember a new kid coming to school and everyone being like, ooh, new kid. And he was cute. And we were like, oh, new kid. His name was Jonas, I think. Uh, of course. Yeah. That's fitting. Yeah. He was cute. But I don't like, because this this was Xander, there's like this undercurrent of possessiveness yeah. and anger when she doesn't reciprocate. And that's what I don't like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's, he's the king of the Cretans. Yes. And then, like you pointed out earlier, poor Willow. Xander's so dense. You're like one of the guys. Ugh. I mean, come on. Come on. How dense do you have to be? You're giving away to the new girl at school a bracelet that right. says, you're mine, or whatever. <laughs> and yours always. Yours, or yours always, right. Which means, in, aka in Xander speak, you're mine. And yeah. then he's like in the hallway, just telling Willow and does that in front of Willow. It's and then so in the hallway, he's awful. like, oh, I like you, Willow. You're just like one of the guys. Like, I can just banter with you about the chicks. And it's like, no, did did you have a conversation with Willow about that? Or you're just projecting that? Projecting. Onto, yeah. A thousand percent. Not like, cool. No. Do I, love the book covers, though. I do love the book covers. I That was one of my favorite things. I always wanted the like cloth covers that you could buy. Fancy. I know. But. There was one girl in my class who always had them, and I really wanted them. But sometimes I got them. Sometimes I had to use the paper ones that the school provided, which was fine. Oh, the paper ones were great. You get to be creative. I would always doodle on mine. We would make book covers out of all sorts of stuff. Like what? I mean, if there was a piece of paper big enough to make a book cover. You were doing it? We were doing it. Okay. I mean, it could be a, like a placemat at a restaurant. Like you could, you could go to Taco Bell or Pizza Hut. And they have like paper like placemats. Interesting. You could take home and fold into like book covers. Oh. Do all sorts of stuff. Okay. Well. Wow. You sounded really interested. Well, in I'm just story. confused oh. because I'm like. Awkward. I, I don't. I just don't remember that. Oh, like Amy. We find out that Buffy and Amy are alternates. Yeah. Cordelia made it. And she tells Amy, you're lucky I made it. Mm -hmm. Hair flip. No, we're all lucky she made it. We, I, I'm scared of Cordelia. Well, we go from the quad and everyone's kind of, well, Amy's upset. Buffy, I don't think cares. Amy is upset. And we go to Amy's house and we see. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. <laughs> exactly. Give me the power. Give me the dark. I call on you. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Who is this person? And I have a question for them. Here's my question. God! What is your childhood trauma? Some kind of witchcraft. There's something happening here. I put, bye Barbie, because she throws a Barbie in the cauldron wrapped up with a scrunchie that, or the underwear that are, that Cordelia was twirling about. Something. Yeah. Oh, so you think there's a spell being cast here that I do that involves Cordelia? Aha! <gasps> mm -hmm. uh -huh. mm -hmm. I had completely missed that. Yep. Well, guess what happens in the next scene? Oh, here we go. Oh, back, well, back to the school. We have one scene before the school. Oh, this oh. is Joyce going crazy about the yearbook. They're back in Buffy's kitchen, and Joyce is like, "Hey, I was on yearbook when I was in school, and maybe you should join yearbook." And Buffy is like, no, mom, this is what I want to do. I want to be a cheerleader. Joyce is just like pushing. She's like, well, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think you'd be great. That, like, you should just make sure you're doing stuff where you don't get in trouble. And she's just kind of being mean. And, you know, she, Buffy says like, mom, no one's on yearbook staff. The nerds pick on them, which oh. I thought was funny. But I put like, you know, Jesus, Joyce, she doesn't want to be on yearbook staff. Joyce. She's kind of out of touch, right? Like she's being that mom. And I guess. It's a different time, right? This is 2023. That was 1997. We have discussed how parenting has evolved since then. And I just listen. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't talk to my kids like that. I don't like Joyce as this like disinterested, out of touch parent. It's just, I don't know. It feels really off to me. Yeah, I've never really cared for for the way that the the character of Joyce was just kind of a side piece. You know, Whoa, Joyce. Rar. I felt like she's 
She's too great of an actress. One dimensional is how they're and showing yes, her. Yes, thank you. She's one yeah. dimensional. And I think she deserves more than that, especially yeah. being the mom of a slayer. Like, I mean, come on, there should be some sort of like, I don't know, something more to that. I agree. Well, now, as you were getting ready to tell us, what's up with Cordelia? Buckle up. Buckle up. <laughs> Literally. It's driver's, it's driver's ed, folks. <laughs> Who hasn't driven with that one person at driver's ed that you're like, please, Lord. I us. never did it. I never you never took driver's ed. Nope. I just did. I studied and took the written and I pass and it makes a lot of sense. Oh, <laughs> man. OK, you missed out, my friend, yeah. on having an entire class full of people. Never did it. Your age or around your age. Where you would study and it wasn't school for us. It was outside of school. It was after school. It was yeah. across the street from the high school. And oh, so it wasn't like here where it's during building. the school day. No. Well, it was in my mom's heyday. Yeah. You know, she remembers driver's ed was part of the school curriculum. Mm. But ours was after school. You had to pay for it like separate. And it was like, you know, old coaches teaching driver's ed. So they weren't putting up with anyone's business. Yeah. But yeah. Nanny Duff. remember being, you know, like. After dark, sometimes depends on the time change. Uh, but I remember it being kind of like dust dark and you'd like get in the car with three other people and the driving instructor. It's like everyone buckled in and it's like, okay, cool, here we go. And a couple of those folks were a bit squirrely. Well, speaking, I mean, that's how Cordelia is right now. She's obviously not okay. She walks through the quad on her way to driver's ed and it's clear that something's not right. She's She looks confused. She's kind of out of it. Is she under a spell? We learned that Cordelia has flunked driver's ed twice. Wow. Yeah. And again, the adult in the situation should look at this child and say, are you okay, ma'am? How many times did you take your driver's ed? Twice? Huh. Yeah, twice. Because I failed the first time. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, I should have taken one of these because my driving record is horrific. But I'm just saying it's interesting that we learned that she flunked it twice. I hit three parked cars once. Yep. My husband's and my in-laws. So anyway, the driver's ed instructor should look at this child who's going to drive a car and say, ma'am, something doesn't seem right. He doesn't. They get in and she fucking, I don't know what happens. Doesn't she drive through a fence? Oh, yeah. She just completely obliterates the parking lot and uh, a set of uh, hedges, a row of hedges. A hedgerow. A hedgerow. And a chain link fence. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was wild. Buffy had to step in. Yeah, well, <laughs> she leaped. Buffy had to leap. I'm just laughing because this stunt is terribly shot. It oh. looks so bad. But they do make up for it when they show Cordelia's eyes because that's really creepy. She can't see. Mm-hmm. And what is going on? We've got amber waves of grain who burned her hands. We've got Cordelia who can't see. And then we go to the library. Yeah, and old Xander says what we're, what I've been thinking this entire series. First vampires. Now witches. <laughs> no wonder you can still afford a house in Sunnydale. Such a good line. Like, perfect. Such a good line. What do you think a realtor in Sunnydale, like when they're walking a client through a house, like and the previous owners only owned the house for about six months before they were d- drained of their their blood and didn't leave the mess and there's a beautiful dungeon in the cellar <laughs> for all your demon parties. If you are one, if, it's if, okay if you're not. If that's what you're this into. is an equal opportunity realtor. Yeah. Very. Yeah. yeah I just. It's yeah. such a great line. What's going on in Sunnydale? We've got questions. And guess what? We probably won't ever get answers because there's. We can write them. We can't. Oh, fanfic. So they're discovering. They're figuring out pretty quickly. It's got to be Amy. Because. She she's the common thread here and they're smart. They work together as a team. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Willow says cheerleading was sort of her mom's last hurrah. Right. She wants to be like her mother, Catherine the Great. She lost a bunch of weight. She's pissed because she was the alternate. Mm-hmm. So how do you how does an alternate get to be on the squad? Squad members got to go. I really love the line where they're trying to figure out if Amy's checked out any books about witchcraft mm-hmm. and Xander's very much like, no, 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 we don't have time for this. We got to get out of here. Oh, we gotta yeah, go. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no need to look into that. <laughs> no need to look into that. And it turns out that all the books have been checked out by Xander. And Xander 
What's he trying to figure out? He's trying to look at the semi-nude engravings. Mm, I think he's trying to cast a love spell. Well. Or a few. Could, could be. But they ostensibly say it's for the nude engravings, which, I mean, who didn't look at some, like, art books and things when you were that age just to see naked bodies? So then, yeah, now they figured out there is a test. Mm-hmm. How are they going to determine who the witch is, right? They're going to need to pull a few ingredients together mm-hmm. in lab class and concoct a brew that they can pour over the skin of the suspected witch. And uh-huh. If it turns blue, she's a witch. You're a witch. Uh, if only, Ryan, if only there was a magic shop, wouldn't that be nice? Maybe someone will pull that together. But Maybe. a few things that they need. Well, one of the most important things that they need. I love it. The nice touch here. The eye of news. Oh, it's so great. So great. Cut to the laboratory where they're doing the frog dissection. It's Willow and Xander with the beaker. And they're just like. Oh, yeah. And the Bunsen burner that's not burning. That's not on at all. Buffy with her like troll. Remember the troll? The troll troll dolls? Yes. She's got her troll doll pencil. I want one. With the little, the hair flopping off the top. So great. And again, Detective Buffy, up your skills. It is so obvious that she's taking the hair off Amy's hairbrush. Yes. Oh, I dropped my pencil. Bend down, reaches into her purse, <laughs> grabs the hair off of her brush, and is like, okay, got, got my it. pencil. Da, 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 da. Yeah. She's acting like she doesn't know what's going on, but she clearly knows what's going Amy on. Amy has all their number. Mm-hmm. This poor girl's about to lose her mouth. Right. So it's obvious they wanted to give her a line so you could see her talking, but she like looks at Buffy and is like, isn't this exciting? Well, it was for a minute. It was for a minute, but now... Scream, scream, scream. She's been silenced. She's been silenced. She has no mouth. And that effect was creepy. That practical makeup is pretty creepy. So I don't understand what was going on there. So. Was was Amy trying to distract? Yes. Oh, okay. Or she had already cast the spell because Uh, she's trying to get someone else kicked off the squad. Oh, was she another cheerleader? Yes. Ah, okay. Thank you. They don't make that super clear. But yes, she was another cheerleader. Well, and it wasn't super clear to our listeners, too. We're like this other girl. And it's like, okay, well, what's the reference? Like what? True, true, true. Yeah. What's the context here? She was she's on the squad. So Amy's trying to get as many people as she can kicked off. They bump her up. So she casts a spell on the other cheerleader. If you can't talk, you can't yell. If you can't yell, you can't cheer. If you can't see, you can't cheer. I mean, you could, but that's her reasoning. Like with Cordelia, she cast that spell on Cordelia, so Cordelia oh, can't cheer. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, did they ever uncast that spell on Cordelia? They kind of left that one open ended, did they? They—that's what they're doing at the end. They're reversing all of the spells. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So they just kind of leave it hanging. We just don't there. see them. We don't see him then like struggling or going to the hospital and being like, what's wrong with my child? They've lost their eyesight <laughs> yeah. and there's no mouth. Wait a second. I, and again, no one's come up, coming up to the school and being like, Hello? excuse me, Principal Flutie. Something's up here. Can we test your water for lead pipes? <laughs> Especially the parents of the woman whose mouth got sewn shut. Mm-hmm. That happened in class. In class. In class. Like, Cordelia, they could kind of explain away, like, oh, maybe she's got some degenerative eye disease. Oh, maybe God. she's got glaucoma. No, my I Lord. I don't know. But this young lady, no. This, this school needs to be shut down. This school's not. This town needs to be shut down. I mean, they've done more shutting downs of towns in, in movies for lesser right. things than this. Right. So <sighs> they leave the chem lab. Again, everyone's just business is normal. We forgot to mention Buffy, again, very obviously throws this brew on Amy and her skin turns blue. Oh, yeah. It's blue. And Amy yeah. knows. Amy knows. Amy it. knows they know. Amy knows they know. Buffy says, we found our Sabrina, which is great love reference. It. Great reference. 1996 Sabrina. The Teenage Witch. I love that show. And then go to Amy's house. And Amy, her demeanor has changed. She seems very mean. Oh, yeah. And she's barking at her mom and basically saying, another productive day in front of the TV. And here's my history homework. Make sure you get it done. That's right. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Ma'am. And then she. Speak to your mother that way. And her mom looks scared of her. Yes. She looks scared. And then Amy pulls out Buffy's Yours Always fucking Claire's bracelet that she got from Xander. Huh. Something weird's going to happen. Man, she's good at swiping stuff. You know, maybe if the witchcraft doesn't work out, she could be a thief. Next morning, Buffy's Buffy house. is bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Boy, 
Howdy. Listen, she is not acting herself. No, she breaks the alarm clock. What's she singing? Macho, macho man. I've got to be a macho man. And she is just bouncing all over the place. She's bewitched. She's bewitched. Mm -hmm. She's bewitched. She breaks the alarm. She's singing macho, macho man. Joyce is like, uh, where's my daughter? (laughs) Where's my daughter? We don't know what's going on. Obviously, something's up. And it's continuing on until she goes to the gym because now Buffy... Oh, they established that Buffy has now been bumped up because there's three cheerleaders who were down. Right. So Buffy and Amy have been bumped up to all. Or no, no, no. I'm sorry. Amy has not been bumped up. Buffy has. Buffy was bumped up. So we go to the stock music. And again, it's. Man, the, Amy can't catch a break. Amy can't catch a break. It's a. That they played in every sporting event in the 90s. So Amy must have been. Let's see. She's knocked out. Two of the cheerleaders. So she's technically three. She's not even the third alternate. Is no. she the third or is she the fourth alternate? Alter, alternate. She's got, okay. Don't make me math. I don't know. Anyway, she's down on, a, on the list. Right. And again, Buffy is losing her mind. Yeah. And yeah, Buffy's going hard. I laughed my ass off though when she helps that girl flip. So fantastic. It throws her into the. They're doing like these dance routines, and this is like where the. The one girl spots the other one like doing a cartwheel and Buffy just launches her <laughs> across the gym. It's hysterical because of her Slayer strength. Right. And she's obviously. Which no one knows that she has yet. No one knows. She's lost some control. Willow and Xander are immediately. They walk into like, okay. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey. Nothing to see here. Let's get Xander's like, she's medicated. And the one, <laughs> the one truly goes, obviously not enough. Right, yeah. And creepy Amy's just standing there staring. So now Amy's on the squad. And then, yeah, Buffy's still under the spell and finally clears up some stuff here. Mm-hmm. Xander's friend zone. Oh, for the sure. The truth comes out. Right. She calls him a Xander-shaped friend. And he's just like one of the girls, which I you can tell Willow's like, ha. Oh, yeah. It's like Willow's like, yes. Yeah. And would be nice if Xander would just hear this and be like, okay, she doesn't like me like that. But unfortunately, Mm-mm. he doesn't. Nope. No. He just considers that she's just under a spell. Right. Yeah. yeah she'll she'll love me. Yeah. So I just need to give her more of me. Well, oh God, we don't need any more Sanders. Everybody recommends the library. And Giles takes charge. Oh, Giles is Giles and, is not here to play anymore. Yeah. Charles in charge. Giles in charge. Giles in charge. And any day, any day. <laughs> Anthony Stewart Head, okay. call Let's me. Let's get you a cold shower. <laughs> so Giles, I did notice he has a pinky ring, much like someone we know. Hmm. Named Ryan something. Yes, I have a few. He has a few pinky rings, the normal. And Giles' glasses are off. When Giles' glasses come off, he's either annoyed or he means business. And Jenny means business when those glasses come off. Uh, listen, he, I looked at his social media the other day. He still got it. He looks great. Good for him. Yeah. And again, we learn that Giles knows a little bit about witchcraft. And right. he basically is like, look, we I have. I see what this is. This is a vengeance spell. Yes. Calls it what it is, and he's like, hey, we can reverse it. We have to do X, Y, or Z. Or you can cut the witch's head off. And everyone's like, let's fucking do it. Yeah, Xander's like, I vote for the beheading. Yeah, let's do it. And Willow's like, hey, listen. It's still Amy. The voice of reason. Yeah. Sweet Willow. I love Sweet Willow. Get ahead of ourselves. (laughs) We need need a button for when we make bad puns, because I love it. Hey. So Buffy is, again, even when she's in this state, she's smart she's like it's got to be her house you have to go find the witch's books and where she's casting Mm -hmm. so we get to the house we get to the house and we're gonna learn what her childhood trauma is real quick coming out giles is not here to play he tells her like you will shut up and listen to me listen it's amy's mom who Uh, answers the door i love it when someone takes charge same so this is amy's mom who opens the door and she's obviously like she looks terrified Giles is telling her, you will shut up and listen to me. And I noticed this was great casting because Amy and this actress look like they could be related. Amy's mom is like, you guys have to get out of here. She's scared. Buffy looks at the sad plate of brownies, which I think those are like hostess brownies, like the cosmic brownies. Uh, like the little Debbies or something. Little Debbies. That's what it is. Like the cosmic brownies, but the ones with nuts. The sad plate of brownies gave it away. Buffy's like, you're Amy. Yeah. And then Giles says, Good Lord. And I want that as a sound bite. I'm going to find it. So 
<laughs> this is something yeah. you and I talked about when we first watched it together. They're sitting down having a fucking 45 minute conversation. Isn't Buffy about to die? Yeah. Uh, so Buffy <laughs> is under her her spell, the vengeance spell. Cordelia is blind. No name girl has no mouth. Amber waves of grain. Amber waves of grain is just out there. Burnt hands. Just burnt hands. We don't know what's going on here. And here we are. It's like, oh, well, let's sit down for a small tea. No. No, we got to business. business. So Giles gets to searching around the house yeah. and into mom's sex dungeon, <laughs> a.k.a. the sacred space. The sacred space, which. Yes, with a pentagram, a large pot, a bubbly pot. A bubbly pot. And a black cat. Right. And if we weren't clear, I mean, I'm assuming everyone who's listening has watched this, but Amy's mother is, in fact, Amy. She says that they switch yeah. bodies. Yeah, so it's the old switcheroo. Amy's mom is in Amy's body because she didn't want to waste her youth and she's a psychopath and there's all sorts of things. What's the movie with Jamie Lee Curtis? And Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. I love that movie. This is a Freaky Friday's switcheroo. I like the original one, too. Both really good. Yeah. Love the one with Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm -hmm. She's so great. She's great in it. She is. Jamie Lee Curtis, if you're listening to this. Would love, love to you. have you on the pod. And would love to have you on the pod and over for dinner, a glass of wine. Wow. Monsieur. Okay. Listen. Good for you. I love her. She's cool. She is cool. It's legitimately a creepy space, like you said. It's this dungeon. There's a black cat in the trunk. It jumps out, you know, like, like what's it, this cat doing? It's like witch's trope. Giles says nice kitty, and I just wrote, Wow, 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 wow. It's easy there, Jenny. I no. I saw the look on your yeah. face when he said that. <laughs> okay. You immediately were like, stop. So some privacy. Giles finds the books and they're like, we've got to get to the school. And this is this is one of the clunky parts of the episode for me. They have to go back to the chem lab to do this spell. It just feels very like because plot, we got to get back here. So the basketball game. Yeah, it's bouncing around. all over the place. It is. They're now cheering. And I Classic Pep Rally songs playing. I can't God. remember what the name of this song is. But if you're it was everywhere. watching this episode, it was everywhere. Jenny, you were a cheerleader. I was. How does your cheerleading experience compare to what we've seen so far on this Buffy episode? Well, we didn't have tryouts for each sport. So that's one thing. Like you tried out at the beginning of the year, school year, and you were either on junior varsity or varsity. And we only, our tryouts were one day. It was a very small school. Then we're on the team for the year. You didn't have to, because this is like, why are they having tryouts before basketball season? Where was the football season? Ah. So that was different. The comments about eating and mm -hmm. eating disorders was very prevalent. Same. You know, I totally had a squad member catch on fire once. That was pretty standard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Probably mean, wish you could have shut a few of their mouths. Yes. Yeah. I was captain. I was one of the co-captains my senior year. It was awful. Oh, co-captain Jenny. I'm not made to be a leader. Co-captain of this podcast. Hey, I would rather, much rather be co-captain of the podcast. Good, because you are. Thanks. So now they're going to the science lab. And I, again, I'm like, no one sees what's happening. Like the librarian carrying a limp body of a student in his arms to the science lab. And no one's like, Oh, eh, Sunnydale. That, that's true. He's being so sweet. He's like, Buffy, just hang All I need you to do is hang in there. He's yeah. trying to save his slayer. That's right. You start seeing a, a special bond here between the two of them. Yes. And he's starting the spell, you know, hear me. The listener hears. Take of mine energy and be sated. Be sated. Release. Yes. And Jenny's like, I just did. I just did. I put Anthony Stewart. Anthony Stewart head will never come on this podcast because he'll think I'm a freak. We'll have to have security if he does. Right. You're like, you in that room, me in this room. Well, it has to be completely on Zoom. He's like, we'll be in the same <laughs> room with this lunatic. You won't even be in the same state or country. Yeah. I did I did note because they kind of go back and forth from Giles casting the spell to Amy cheering and Amy's realizing yeah, some something's going on. And Amy has a full out carry moment. Oh, boy, howdy. I did just have to notice the, the Adidas. Yes, the Adidas shoes not that became super popular again a few years ago. Are yeah. they, they're, they're not Stan Smith's. I don't know. Stan Smith's are the green ones. Anyway, love that. Yeah, Amy's pissed. She's like, she knows what's happening. Yeah. She's going she, to find she's, them. She's getting visions. Like, she's being pulled in and out of, like, this body. She's there. Yes. The spell has almost been released. <laughs> release. Release. So 
she gets a fucking axe. Yes. So we we have two horror films coming together in here. We have Carrie, Mm -hmm. where she's getting ready to just like unleash unleash on the entire school in in the gymnasium. And then now we're in the lab and she grabs the axe and it's just like, oh, well, here we are with Stephen King, Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, very shining. Very shining. And prop axe, man. It looks like the the Lincoln Log stake. So right in the damn nick of time is Giles. Does he complete the spell? And Buffy is restored to herself. We're assuming everyone else is restored. We don't know. Everyone finds release. And thank you for listening to Once More. We'll see you. Buffy's up. She's talking to Amy, who's now been restored to her body. And Amy's like, oh, my God. And out of nowhere, the mom, like, hey, no, tackles Buffy. Yeah, mom's back. Yeah. And Buffy, you know, bounces back and basically tells her, I feel better. Man, Amy's house must have been really close to the school. Yeah, they got there fast, right? And whatever. It's Sunnydale. Mm, One Starbucks town. Anything can happen. So, again, it's her mom goes on this, you know, dramatic rant of Amy's wasting her life and I want to be young and beautiful forever, which is, again, a theme of literature for, you know, tales old as time, old crones and older women wanting to reclaim their youth and beauty. And my husband last night was like, does she have the force? Because she's just like slamming stuff with her hands. Yeah. Yeah. She's a powerful witch. She's casting the spell that's going to put whatever she's gonna do but what does buffy kick down from the ceiling the mirror like why is this mirror here that's right the mirror okay so the mirror were in like lab classes so the professor could kind of keep an eye on what was going on and like in the back of the class oh okay yeah well lucky that they were in the chem lab because the spell bounces back onto the mom and tell you what where is she we don't know it's one thing that i've learned in all of these kind of supernatural stories is you want a mirror nearby mm-hmm. what was the the movie with keanu reeves where he played the uh, constantine oh oh that's yeah. a good movie i you like had that to get movie. the mirror in order to get the demon trapped in yes yeah. there's always interesting things to do with mirrors like in harry potter the mirror of erised where you can just sit and go mad because mm-hmm. you see the thing your heart desires Ugh, most God. of all great damn it jk rowling so now Xander runs and he's like, let's cut her head off. Let's cut her head off. Little too late, bud. Little too Where late. Where were you, by the way? You've been at the school oh, the whole time. Well, didn't she knock him out, actually, when they're it, like, they try to stop Amy when she's coming out of the gym. And doesn't she punch him? Maybe. She punches somebody. And Willow comes in with a bat. I love Willow. Oh, it means business. So Franklin. we know that she's got Buffy's bat. Hey. Da, 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 da. Meow. <laughs> So go back to Buffy's house and Joyce and Buffy are sitting on the bed. And I noticed there are an ungodly amount of pillows on Buffy's bed. There's, I'm not joking. There's like 15 pillows on her bed. You know, I don't understand the pillows on the bed. I don't either. That many. Why? Do you need that many? No, you don't. And most of them are not the ones that you sleep with, right? They're no, just they're the ones decorative. that you like pile up. And then, so every night you got to take them off. Stupid. Every night you got to put them back on. No. I'm probably going to get roasted by the pillow lovers. So Buffy and Joyce are making up, and Buffy asks Joyce a question. Do you ever wish you could be 16 again? And I'm going to ask you that, Ryan, something. I was going to ask you that. <laughs> Let's ask each other. Let's ask each other. Do I wish I was 16 again? Or do I, if I, if you're asking if I wish 16 again, no. But would I go back and like, like for a day and like relive being 16 again? Sure, why not? Yeah. It was a great year. I had a sweet little gal that was my. My girlfriend at the time. Oh, sweet little gal. And yeah. Oh, got okay. Got busted making out in front of the the property where you now call your house. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> yeah. Tap, tap, tap by the cop. Yeah. Could you step out of the car, please, sir? Actually, I can't. <laughs> uh, if you give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, being 16 was cool. I was, you know, at a good place in, in high school. Grades were good. I had a gal pal, had a, um, you know, lead role in the musicals. And yeah, it was good. Yeah, I'd go back and like revisit that time. But do I wish I was 16 again? Like just to like relive it over again? No, yeah. no I'm good. No, oh, don't okay. regret. Don't regret my choices. Awesome. Life is what it is. It is. How about you? Absolutely not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I kind of figured that. No, 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 no. I hated where I grew up. 
didn't feel like I belonged. I was I was a very emotional child and passionate and I didn't have an outlet. People were not nice to me. Like I said, you know, I was an enormous slut and I, I hated it. Like I what you couldn't pay me to be 16 again. I would never, ever, 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 ever wish to be 16. And I don't even want to go back and relive any of it, to be honest. I, I wasn't in the musical. We didn't have a fucking musical theater program at my school. Uh, yeah. Sorry. No creative outlet. No creative outlet. I had a car, which was cool, but eh. I was dating. Oh, who was I dating when I was 16? And no, oh, yeah, like. You know, cue Cordelia again. We could get into a podcast about my childhood trauma, but no, I wouldn't. We're, we're good. You don't have to. We're, yeah. You're safe where you are. Thank you. We're wrapping up the episode. It's Amy and Buffy in the hallway where Amy says, you know, hey, I'm with my dad now. And I'm like, where was he this whole time? Yeah. And they're going to stay in and make brownies. And you made a really good observation about they're dressed like kids now. Yeah. So early yeah. in the episode when we were talking about, you know, kind of the mom vibe, they they were totally wearing just I don't know, just the the, the mom look. Yeah. They had the hair, the mom look, the, the clothes, Aged up, the, yeah. the slacks and the, <laughs> the the blazers and you know the Harper like, Valley PTA yeah, hair. Yeah, the Harper Valley PTA look. Yeah. And, and here they are now. They've kind of put this trauma behind them mm -hmm. and they're just kids again. Yeah. Buffy's like in a cute little dress and she's wearing whatever she was wearing. And yeah, it's like loose they, fitting, though. It's just, not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They just look like kids. I love it. And then Cordelia's like, oh, everybody's been kicked off, you know, what, rubbing it in and super happy and they don't care. And then, you know, they make Amy makes kind of a smart comment and Cordelia, God bless her. Ooh, these grapes are sour. Mm -hmm. You cannot ruffle Cordelia. No, not at all. But we do find out what happened to Amy's mom. Mm -hmm. Catherine the Great. Yeah, she'll for forever be looking over the the hallways of Sunnydale. That's creepy. She's been captured mm -hmm. in the cheer in her own cheerleading trophy from back in the day. Oh, creepy. So she will forever be immortalized in the in the trophy case. Yeah, and that's pretty. And that's kind of the end of the episode. That's the end. We yeah. we made it to the end of the episode. This was the witch. <laughs> we did. We made it through the end of this episode. Uh, I'll be honest. Thoughts. My thoughts. Yeah, it's okay. We will have a spoiler section after the music for this one. So stick around if you're interested in that. I mean, not my favorite episode of Buffy. I like a lot of it. It's not my least favorite of this season, but it's a there's, you know, this is one, I think, of seven or eight that have no vampires in it. And it feels off. Uh, yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah, it feels off so early to not have any vampires. But on the other hand, it's establishing that this is a world. That has more than just vampires in it. Right. So, you know, I would I give this episode a solid three. Ah, okay. I, because I know it's setting up things for the future. Yeah. And if I if I didn't know that, I would probably give it a lower grade. But knowing where they're going, I'm going to give it a three, an even three. What do you think? I liked the episode. I enjoyed the kind of classic horror film elements that were woven throughout this entire episode so you have all the witchy stuff which the witchy stuff so you're right. gonna get the cauldron you're gonna get the the black cat the voodoo gonna, dolls you're gonna get the black cats the and dolls. voodoo dolls right 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 and you know they're they're getting into the idea that there's more going on in Sunnydale than just vampires. Yeah. So, so we've seen kind of the demon vampire side of it. Uh -huh. Now we're getting in the to the witch side of it. We get to see Willow work in the in the lab to to create whatever we needed to create to expose one of the other witches. And so they're they're laying the groundwork for some stuff that's to come. Mm -hmm. I love homage to Carrie. Yeah. With, you know, losing it in front of the school and then the nod to Kubrick and Stephen King with the axe. So I would say overall, I would give this episode a, I don't know, there's some great like little one-liners, but it was a little cringy with the talk about. Oh, yeah. About the, the weight stuff. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably give this a three. Yeah. Solid three. I think it's, that's it. Yeah. 
It's not the best. Not but the worst. It's certainly not the worst uh, from what I've seen so far. Yeah. So yeah, it's okay. all three. I'm I'm into it. All right. So that there you have it, folks. A three yeah. across the board. So be sure to follow us on our social medias. We are Once More Podcast on Instagram and TikTok, and we are the Once More Pod on X. Oh, it's still so weird to say X, but yeah. yeah. So again, tune in for our spoiler section when the music's over. It's going to be quick. And I'm sure everyone who has seen the show knows what I'm going to talk about. But, you know, thank you for tuning in to Once More. See you next week for episode four of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Teacher's Pet. I'm Jen Katz. And I'm Ryan something. And remember to take of my energy and be sated. Sated. Be sated. Release. Bye. Later. Okay, spoilers. But we've got Willow mm-hmm. brewing up a concoction and doing a very fine job at it. Right. Willow's witchiness. She's getting into this. She's getting into this. And even Giles, because it comes out later. Giles used to have a history with black magic. Mm-hmm. When Ethan Rain comes to town and those guys weren't fucking. I don't know who was. That fool. Yeah. They certainly have some chemistry. They so to speak. They sure do. And again, yeah, we're going to see a backstory. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're seeing Willow be adept at magic, yep. which is going to play out throughout the whole show. And That's I'm not right. going to get into past season five. I know. Don't spoil it. I'm for not. Me. But we also see Amy. You think Amy might be a one off character. We're going to see Amy again in season three for gingerbread when there's a burning of <laughs> Which is at the stake. Oh my gosh, I don't remember. Yes, this is in season three. It's an episode called Gingerbread. to catch back up. Yeah, and Amy turns herself into a rat to escape being burned at the stake. And she skitters away. Willow catches her later. And Willow, throughout season four and five, is trying to figure out a way to turn Amy back. Ah, okay. Remember, there's like the uh, one. Okay. Yes. I had wondered where that was like. Okay, gotcha. And they show we'll that one scene. It might be in something blue when Willow's magic is all off. But there's Amy in the background in the cage and she goes from rat to human back to rat. Yeah. So it's just again, this is episode three and they're setting things up that go across the series. I love it. Love it. I'm here for it. Here for it. I think that's about it, though, for spoilers. Yeah. I know the more we get into the seasons, the more we're going to have things to talk about here but yeah i think that's it so thanks again and we'll see you next week ciao